Hey, what's happening, man? It's your partner, Lawrence Jackson, a.k.a. the Fancy Football Lord. You're now tuned yeah. in to the Lord Don't Lose podcast. Look, I, Let's say, get it. Look, I got hype on this. Fresh white kicks, boy, I like my crisp. Dress real nice, got the ice on wrist. Now I shine real bright like the white stone bridge. At night, I got hype on this. Fresh white kicks, boy, I like my crisp. Dress real nice, got the ice on wrist. Now I shine real bright like the white stone. Mm, yeah, started shit What it do, folks? I'm hitting y'all with their Memorial Day episode today. We'll be talking uh, NFC East, NFC West. And for that, I'll be joined uh, by music producer Bofofo, crazy Dallas Cowboy fan, despite being a Clayton County GA native, much like myself. We'll go over to his team the Cowboys, then we'll touch on the NFC East, then I got my man, huge 49ers fan enthusiast, he covers the 49ers as well, I got my man Jason Aponte coming in to talk 49ers football and talk NFC West, which is probably the toughest division in the NFL as we stand here today, um, ain't no need to hold back, Let, let's go and get in right into it, I'm gonna have both on phone right now. Alright folks, my first guest here today on the Lord Don't Lose podcast is a young man that I know very well. Uh one of the few people that I done known since the nineteen eighties here. Um fellow Clay Co native, but somehow along the way he ended up a Dallas Cowboys fan. <laughs> a music producer, Bo four oh four. What's happening? Yo, 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 what's good? We in that thing, you did. For sure, for sure, man. Like like I told the folks, man, uh, we we grew up in the same house together. Um, along the way, you ended up a Cowboys fan, but the reason I can have you on this thing today is because you ain't one of these regular Cowboy fans who always crying, whining, and arguing <laughs> with all this unrealistic stuff every year. So 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 right, we could right, do right. so we could do this. Uh, and we just gonna get in right to it. How is you feeling about the team? Overall, right now, they just signed that to the contract. Um, so people feeling like they could win the division. Um, how you feeling about the team as a whole right now? Well, you you know, realistically with them boys, you know, they uh, around this time of the season, they look great. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You know, for, for, for the past 10 years, maybe longer than that, you know, they always look like they're going to win the division this time of year, you know. So I don't feel I don't feel no different at this point. You know, obviously on paper, you know, they 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 look like they got the best team in the division and probably one of the better teams in the league. You know what I'm saying? But but it still got to get get proven between them white lines, you know. All, all the time. Let's talk about their offense real quick. Uh, do you feel like Ezekiel Elliott could get back to being oh, that dude? Can he hey. get back to that dude who was rushing for 13, 1,400 yards? Hey, man, in the look, season? this, this, this for all the Zeke haters out there. Look, look, look. I take me a running back who a top five rusher. What, 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 every, every year he didn't been in the league, 
you know what I'm saying? Minus one, I think the year the yeah. year he, what, he what, missed no, a few well, games. Well, well, it was it past year. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So look, if so, if if he got to get back to if if one season with him not being the top five rusher, you know what I'm saying. Folk folk just need to fall off a little bit. Let my boy do his thing. You know, every single running back. Who is good? Then had everybody got to have their lowest rushing season sooner or later. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I know I know folks even like to look at you know that his yards been declining since he's been in the league. But as we all know, the the league has also evolved into more more of a passing league over time. Also, right, right. And, you know and, what and I'm it, saying? And I ain't excusing Zeke because you know my boy, my Hey, but he had it tough out there last year, especially with how many times, not only how many times he put the ball on the ground, but <laughs> when he put the ball mm-hmm. on the ground. You know what I'm saying? So so I I I ain't letting them skate by no means. But but the narrative that he didn't fell off or he washed up, man, that that need to get on up out of here. My my dog didn't have four strong years. In the NFL, that is some backs who ain't even in the league no more. That it was hitting his draft, or we ain't even gonna talk about him on this podcast. Ever. But that 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 for sure. I'm, you know, I'm, you, I'm you, dumb. You know, so so y'all get out my boy Zeke. He better whatever team you talking about, unless it's the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, I'm definitely with you on the fact that they they need to fall off, bro, like that. And and you just mentioned it being more of a passing uh game, and we all know that. And let's talk about that a little hey, bit. Hey, you hey, got, hey, you hey, got. Hey, see, even with it being more pass, I don't mean to interrupt, but man, Jerry Jones had my dog lined up in the slot, man. Like, come hey, on, that wet try, that wet try get that route game. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, get my dog out the slot. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, they got Tony Pollard for that. Hey, my boy out there running them routes like Tebow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give Zeke the advantage on route running over to Tebow. Uh, Hey, that that was a little harsh there. (laughs) uh, uh, So, speaking of the pass again, you you got Dak Prescott back. Um, He feeling good off the injury. Speaking of the pass again, you got Gallup. You got Amari Cooper. You got C.D. Lamb. Then you got uh, what's my boy uh, Shannon Jarwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blake Jarwin coming back. Um, let let's talk from a fantasy perspective real quick. Out of the three Cowboys receivers, right? Cooper, uh, Gallup, and Lamb. Who could have? Who who do you think gonna have the best fantasy season? Because remember, Gallup got a thousand yard season under his belt too. Now, definitely, definitely, definitely. So, hey, look, that's. That's that's that they definitely got some solid receivers across the board there. You know what I'm saying? Uh real realistically, uh and and again, this is just based off last year. You know, we I, I never know what's gonna happen this year, but based off last year, my dog Coop only seen to show up in the home games. <laughs> so I cannot I cannot say he's going to have the better, the best fantasy performance out of the three receivers because he only play half the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
and, and then I I fool with my dog. My dog Coop, he he it look he just got a little pudding in him, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> my, my boy got a little pudding feeling in him, it seemed like, you know. But I that pudding I, I, this this year, you know, I, I I'm heavy on my dog C D Lamb. Gotta go C D Lamb. You know what I'm saying? I rock with Gallup too. Gallup really showed up. He surprised <laughs> me last year. With, with the output he had, you know what I'm saying? Like he he made a strong case to where he he probably gonna be looking at some big money from yeah, somewhere sure. else. He gonna he gonna get it from something. He gonna get it from somewhere. That for sure. That for sure. Now now real quick. Now the thing about the Cowboys that we ain't worried about is they offense. What that defense gonna do, man? Oh God. Hey, hey, look. Look, hey, this is going to be the quickest part of the convo. Hey, because look, Cowboy fans is like, hey, man, we got Dan Quinn. Well, hell, he he would he would a Falcon. You yeah, would come he, play for the Falcons. He brought one of them DBs over there. No, 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 no. The no. worst passing no. defense. No, no, no. He brought two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, they defense, man, I, I think that's more so the part that's been on paper. More than the offense that's oh been yeah good. that that for sure but you got you that know boy what I'm you got that boy Mark Michael Parsons who who could probably come in and be that game changer what you think hey, about that boy hey, hey now now I, I fool with Parsons you know dog dog is a beast dog is a he a dog but I'm skeptical of having to be so dependent on a rookie. Coming in there, you know, and set the tone on the defense. Hey, hey, well, you look, you know, now Chase Young came in that thing and was instantly the best player on the defense. Hey, Changed hey, the whole hey. thing. Now, I dig that, but it wasn't nobody really you could name on well, the yeah, defense yeah. Who, who was supposed to be setting the tone like that. Well, also, you, though, also, though, Chase Young. Or what Michael Parsons ain't what Chase yeah, Young he, was he ain't, coming out. He ain't Chase Young, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but it but it's like <clears throat> it's it seemed like Dallas been in the rebuilding phase with the defense since '96. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what time. I'm saying? Like, what you what what yeah, yeah, yeah. And they 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 pretty much got the same pieces, you know. In it, uh. My, minus the additions of the couple rookies, that's probably going to see a lot of time. Yeah, for you sure. They they, they 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 actually drafted a couple of dudes that I like coming out. Jabril Cox out of LSU. Definitely, definitely. Um, they, hey, I, 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 for, 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 I mean, I can't. I'm, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely pleased with how they drafted this year. You know, I, I was heavy on them going defense. <clears throat> they did that. You know, so I ain't got no complaints. You know, hold that them boys just got to show up out there. All right, uh, all right. So now enough about them, them weak ass cowboys. Let well <laughs> talk about <laughs> talk about week. What t- what people expect to be the weakest team in that division again on paper is the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, you know they drafted the Heisman Trophy winner in Devontae Smith. They gonna go ahead with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Um, they still got a lot of veterans on the defensive line um, from back on uh, on a Super Bowl winning team. The line's getting healthier. What, what you think them boys could do? And I'm actually a big fan of Jalen. You did. Like, I think he he get a full offseason up under his belt. You know what I'm saying? 
he 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 already got the the reputation of being the hard working and somebody who in there studying, you know, and getting to his job. So I I ain't gonna shortchange Jalen by no means, you know. So I I I I ain't gonna sleep on the Eagles not then bit. But but uh, do you do you feel like they won't finish finish last in that division? Uh, I don't I don't think the Eagles is gonna finish last in the division. Okay. Okay. I'm well, gonna then... have to get that to them Giants. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to get that to them Giants. The Gi- this, this, I, I, this, I got the Giants winning the division. This This is why I'm gonna give it to them Giants. Cause I and like it's a lot of folks heavy on my dog Danny Dimes this year. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Talk Talk about Danny Dimes. What you What's your take on him and how hey, he fir- could do hey, this? Hey, first season? off, he went to Duke and he a quarterback. So I don't even know where all these expectations is coming from. And he hasn't really performed his years in the league for folks who even had these expectations. Hey, hey, hey listen, from a fantasy perspective, I'm going to just go to this real quick. He got some rushing upside. That's all I'm saying. But go yeah, ahead. Hey, my dog can't keep his feet, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, hey. Did, did, hey, whoever, so whoever started him that week did good. You did, <laughs> and, and I mean he, so, he get he getting them pass yards, you know. Cause so look, so look, they what they do, and they put they sign Galladay, they draft Kadarius Tony, my dog. Um, <laughs> you know they brought in John Ross if he could play some games. They get Saquon back. Um, they could be a little better on the offensive line. The Giants defense. Was a top ten defense, which is what a lot of people don't know. So with yeah, them yeah, putting yeah. With, with them putting all this around Danny Dimes, what do you think his absolute ceiling could be? And look, well, you already said they're gonna finish boy, last. That boy, division, hey, that, boy, so. hey, that boy ceiling six feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so look, you, so you ain't seen nothing that would lead you to believe that he could have a quote unquote breakout season? Nah. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I mean, what what we mean breakout? Putting it like, hey, to me, breakout. If you have a breakout season, you creeping in the top ten QBs in the league. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. See my dog doing that. I ain't gonna say he just gonna be straight trash juice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, what 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 we what we really expecting from Danny Dimes? He gonna have a better season than Justin Herbert? Nope. You know what I'm saying? He he hey, folks just hoping he like have just the good a season as like Derek Carr or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that to to New York fans, that probably be a breakout season. <laughs> and, and hey, look, and I ain't even hating on my boy Carr. You know what I'm but hey, he he ain't no top ten QB. Not at all, not at all. Like um. you know. Well, I mean, if if you got the Giants finishing last in the now, I tell you this: Danny Dimes ain't gotta be great for them to win a division. He don't, but he just gotta be him to come in last. <laughs> <laughs> so now that leaves us with. So it's fair to say that you think this division fight will come down to the Cowboys and the Washington Football Team. Yeah, I, I I mean and the 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 football team, they defense, I I can you can't you can't argue with their defense. 
even just out the strength of how they played the Buccaneers in the playoffs last year. Again, that's last year, you know, but that's their last piece of work. Right. You know, they they I definitely didn't see the Redskins winning the division last year. You know what I'm saying? Well, you like, know, they 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 were seven and nine. The division, nobody like the division wasn't winners. Nobody and, and, was, well, even even the fact that uh, like yeah. uh, like how they played more so how they played the Bucks in there. Right, you know right. What I'm well, saying, yeah. So, with, with Tyler Heineke at QB, right. My now boy they Heineke, not, they, now, they got Fitz Fitz Magic back. Now there. they now they got Fitz who going one week he gonna throw for four TDs and, and you know what I'm saying four hundred yards. The next week he might come back with a one TD three interception performance. You just gotta hope he ain't playing your team on that week where he go off. Well, I hey, I almost want to guarantee. He gonna go off against Dallas defense oh, at well, least yeah. one at least well, they, one of they, them they, games. They, they put that fine thing on them Cowboys in Dallas last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, like like with well, Alex in, Smith. In again, we got to see what they looking like this year, you know. But well, they gonna get some preseason games this year. Yeah, you know. So, 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 so we we get a little look. So so the last question I'm gonna ask you before I let you go. Is this here? It's a two part question, kind of. So it's fair to say you got the Cowboys winning the NFC East. Yes. All right. So at the end of the day, what the Cowboys record going to be? Say, so remember, you got the 17 games now. Yeah, 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 man. Look, realistically, you know, I, 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 I think, I think Dallas could come in. So somewhere around eleven and six, ten and seven. All right, all right. Really, the last question: Will Dak Prescott prove to be a top five quarterback in twenty twenty one? I think Dak Prescott definitely has the tools around him to prove that he's capable that that he is a top five quarterback. It's just too many weapons around him. You know, at the end of the day. Like it's it's literally just on him to prove it. Like he he got the tools. That's that's one thing I can say uh, 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 about my boy Jerry. He 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 has put some tools around that to where he love that flash. He 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 hey, he, he just got to perform. You know what I'm saying? It, everybody at all the field positions is more than capable. You know, unless we're on the road with my dog Amari, and he's <laughs> right, tapping right. out to come out the game during crunch time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I feel that. I feel that. You know, he 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 definitely got it in him. You know, and again, you know, Dallas got the squad. He didn't he didn't put the numbers up in the past. You know what I'm saying? It just stands consistent. <clears throat> empty empty calories. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. Converting them numbers into some dubs, into some actual dubs that matter in the playoffs, right? Because I don't right, realistically care what they do in the regular season, like because I expect them to get the playoffs. We just need that playoff win, like let these uh <clears throat> let these folks know where they can find you at, dog. Well, y'all can get at me on the ground. You know, it's B O. 404, that's Bo404, at Bo404, get at me. For sure, for sure, man. I appreciate you coming on this thing, man. Uh, Talking the talk, 
uh, showing your love for Danny Dons. Yeah, <laughs> that boy Danny Dookie got <laughs> Dookie right, Dons. We'll do it again. <laughs> All right, man, y'all heard it there first. Bofo folk says Dallas is winning the NFC East and the Giants is finishing last. Why? Danny Dons. All right, I'm going to get my man Jason Aponte on. Talk some NFC West. Talk some 49ers. Let's get it. All right, folks, next guest that I got here today on the Lord Don't Lose podcast is my man here. I actually met this young man in real life. It was all good vibes, and I liked him even more when he said Julio was the best receiver in the game. All right, this is a this is a 49ers fan, 49ers enthusiast. He covers the 49ers at his at his what becoming a, an elite level. Here, he also does a podcast called The Skinny Guys. Uh, you you also know since you do that podcast, you got to stay skinny forever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not gonna be too hard, Lord. I tell you that. Bro. <laughs> I, I got my man Jason Aponte. What it do, dog? What's going on, man? I'm I'm happy to chop it up with you, man. And and like you said, when we did link, it's the same thing, man. All good vibes and, and all positive vibes. And yes, Julio Jones is the best receiver in the league. Stop playing, man. What's going on? For sure, for sure, man. Yeah, man. So now that uh we we a little bit past the draft, we done got into the OTAs, man. So things are starting to happen. Football slowly creeping upon us. Um, you being the biggest forty, the biggest forty nine er fan that you are. Um, how are you just feeling about the team overall going into the 2021 season? Feeling real good, honestly. Last year, anybody that watched them would have told you that the reason that their record was that way is because quarterback injuries and just injuries across the, the entire team. I mean, the, the level of injuries and the amount of injuries is something that's almost unparalleled. Like, no, it was hard to, to fathom losing that many players that quickly in the season. And, you know, and no matter how good the coach is, it's or it's hard to overcome that stuff. So going into the season, everybody's relatively healthy, ready to go. Obviously, everybody's excited about the number three pick and the future that holds. But this still seems to be a team that when they're right and they're they're good to go, can make a deep run into January. And I think that's what 49er fans expect at this point. A lot more drama going around the team, as you can probably guess, with the whole Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo thing. But as yeah. of right now, as where this team stands with this roster, it's a deep roster. They're, they're well coached. And I think the, the fan base is pretty excited to see what they can do this year. It sure is, man. It's, it, you got a player at each position group, like a good, solid player at the very least at each position group. Um, you got additions at certain spots, uh, like you said, Trey Lance. Uh, let's talk a little bit about him really quick. Uh, number three overall pick. I know you personally wanted it to be him or Justin Fields. So, mm-hmm. and me, me, me too. Really, we yes. didn't want to see Matt Jones go there. You never believed that Matt Jones would go there. You said that from the start. Now that Trey Lance is in the building, um, you still got Jimmy G, um, who, you know, he's not often healthy, but the time he was, they went to the Super Bowl. Um, How early do you want to see Trey Lance inserted as a starter? or And how long do you think it'll actually be? So honestly, it's a it's that's a good question because right now, right off the bat, when you start to think about it, you really think that the the things that really are limited about Jimmy Garoppolo are sometimes his downfield accuracy and things like that, but really it's the injuries. And you're right, when Jimmy Garoppolo's upright, this team for the the one year that he actually played, they went to the Super Bowl. And 
that can't be discounted, but everything needs its context, right? You know, yes, for, for yes, people, <laughs> yeah, for, for people to say that Jimmy Garoppolo was the reason, I mean, the top ranked defense definitely helped uh, an amazing run game definitely helped, but Jimmy Garoppolo finally was able to put together a full season. So it's really, it's really uh, anyone's guess at this point, as I'm seeing it right now, Jimmy Garoppolo is taking all of the, the reps with the ones, obviously he's the one who's making the money. Clearly the, it looks like right now what this team wants to do is get Jimmy Garoppolo's trade value up. And also, I mean, it's not even just to say that. It's just that when he's been on the field, they can point to a win-loss record. You know, now whether you want to take that with context or not, that's up to you. But I think that they point to that and they look at that and say, if we can give the kid a little time, we should. But again, the double-edged sword, Lord, he didn't play all of last year. So you. Yeah. So here's my question. How does a kid learn by not playing? And if you're worried about him having a year off, why give him a second year off? So this is going to be one of the most hotly debated topics, not only in 49er land, but I think in the NFL world about you sent all these assets to get the number three pick. When is it time to get him out there? And and yeah, when is it time yeah. to get him ready to go? I mean, the kid's obviously very smart, and that's what Kyle Shanahan liked. But this is going to be a discussion that goes all the way through the year. So predictions? I mean, honestly, everybody would say that when you want to start a rookie, it's right after the bye. The bye is so early, though, with this team. And and that's week yeah. five, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, honestly, it would really be it would really be up to whether Jimmy Garoppolo comes out of the gate stumbling or, God forbid, gets injured. So it's really hard to gauge when that'll happen. Honestly, yeah. for me, I'm going to take the safe bet and say that Jimmy Garoppolo plays the whole year. And unfortunately, Trey Lance doesn't see the field unless Jimmy Garoppolo really stumbles and uh, plays badly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I figure if the Niners are winning with Jimmy G, same situation I just brought up with Cam Newton. If they're winning, there's no reason to switch. Uh, you saw a couple years ago, Alex Smith and the Chiefs, they were winning, so there was no need to play Patrick Mahomes yet. Um, but yeah, like you said, for him, it's about staying upright, and he does have a good team coming back to him. Um, I was just looking at their depth chart earlier today. Boy, that D-line looking boss. Um, mm -hmm. you, you got Ken Law, you got Bosa coming back, you still got uh, you still got Armstead. Mm -hmm. Um, so like that's nice. You got uh, Fred Warner in the middle, so you got elite on the D line, elite in the at the Mike linebacker. You don't have elite on the back end, but it's a good group together as mm -hmm. a whole. Um, on the offense, Debo coming back, hopefully, he stay healthy. That's my guy, mm -hmm. him with IU. Let's talk about these running backs for a minute. Mm -hmm. and then, this is for the fantasy folk because it's, yes. all, it's always like Shanahan always used multiple backs. Did mm -hmm. it in Atlanta. Um, did it in Cleveland, Washington, wherever he was at. All right. So now you got Wayne Gallman. He just come in. Mm -hmm. You still got most of there as a, as a start. And it seemed like years ago he ran for 220-something in that NSC championship. Mm -hmm. Um, you got Jeff Wilson who had a hell of a year at the, at the back end of last year. He was looking like the guy who could come in this year and, and, and be the lead back, but he's now hurt torn meniscus surgery. He'll be out a few months. Then you got the two rookies, Elijah Mitchell and, uh, say his name, Trey, Trey Sermon. Sermon, Trey Sermon. There's a lot of people talking about Trey Sermon and, especially now that this Jeff Wilson injury happened. Just talk a little bit about this running back room because it's crazy, man. But what do you see from the situation? Yeah, Lord, you kind of nailed it, man. It's it's always going to be uh, 
a roll of the dice with these 49ers running backs, right? So, I mean, it's 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 hard to play roulette on which week you think which guy is going to be doing things. I, I, a lot of what happened last year was just based on who was actually available. Jerick McKinnon gave you a bunch of weeks last year, even though he was, let's just say, lost a step or two, but he was the only one available, mm. right? So if I had to give anybody advice in your draft, uh, here's what I would say. Let whoever draft Raheem Mostert, Obviously, Jeff Wilson is not going to be there for four to six months, which probably puts him out for at least six games. Wayne Gallman yeah. is probably going to be the the running back, too. He's brought in with no guaranteed money, but already he's been taking the second reps. Honestly, yeah. draft the cheapest 49ers running back and let it shake out. It's hard to invest high in this running back room and expect week in and week out results. Can Raheem Mostert blow up for three touchdowns and 200 yards? Sure. Are you going to be able to predict that? Probably not. (laughs) Right now, people are feeling like Trey Sermon is the cheapest and most valuable. That's who I would draft. But but, but it's like Mitchell could – like we ain't in training camp yet. Like anything can happen. And, hey, and just for for giggles – Jermichael Hasty still mm-hmm. on the roster too, <laughs> mm-hmm. so like they they got a whole basketball team just at the running back position, <laughs> right? And Forty Nine er fans were upset about drafting two running backs in the same draft, and if they didn't, they would really be you know yeah. lost without yeah. a paddle right now. So I mean, yeah. honestly, that's what I would say right now. If you're talking to me on May 28th and we're doing our first redraft, yeah, I'm gonna go for Trey Sermon at the end of the draft. But you're right. If if training camp buzz comes out and either Elijah Mitchell is doing so much more on third downs and he's he's you know making noise to get a get a, a bigger role, then yeah, you just have to adjust accordingly. But if you're asking me right now, Raheem Mostert is gonna start. That's gonna be the person that's going in your fifth, sixth round, wherever that is in your draft. But can you depend on that? You better hope that that's your flex or something that's like a bi-week fill-in. You don't want to really re- rely on Raheem Mostert as an RB2. And Trey Sermon is the guy that I would target at the end of the draft right now because if there is injuries, if there is a drop-off in play, I feel like Trey Sermon has the most upside because he's the one who profiles as a back who can handle the large role like Frank Gore. And the 49ers have been missing a guy like that since him. Most definitely, most definitely, man. Uh, but all in all, the, the roster looking good. Guys just got to stay on the field. Let's check out some of the uh, the other teams in the NFC West. Um, and, and let's start first with the Rams. They a team that I think will make noise. Yes. Um, I, I would say as of right now, obviously this is the most competitive and the toughest division with the in the deepest division in football. I think they're the slight favorite, but I feel like the team that finishes first in this division could also finish last and vice versa. Um, they pretty much changed their quarterback. They got a better quarterback in, in uh, Matthew Stafford. They lost a couple of pieces on their defense and uh, John Johnson and uh, Littleton at the linebacker. Mm-hmm. But you still got Leonard Floyd off the edge who had a resurgence there in L.A. And then you still got the all-around best player in football, uh, Aaron Donald. He was a little shaken up during the end of last season and into the playoffs, but they coming back full throttle. You got Stafford. You got a nice group of receivers, uh, Bobby Trees, Cooper Cup. Then you got this veteran Deshaun Jackson. I don't know how many games he's going to play. That's my dog. That's my dog, though. <laughs> uh-huh. And then, then they got Cam Akers, who I think is just going to have a year. It's one back every year that I feel like it's their year. That guy to me in this season, and it's a lot of good second-year backs. But it's Cam Akers to me. So as far as the Rams, and you could even throw in the other teams if you feel like if you feel like they're the biggest threat 
to win the division. Uh, talk about the Rams a little bit. Yeah, I'm worried about the Rams, honestly. If there's a team that I think, you know, I have the 49ers winning the division, but it would not shock me if they won the division. Sean McVay was incredible last year with his play calling, and he was hamstrung. Remember, he talks to Jared Goff all the way up until the mic turns off. Now you don't have to do that with Matthew Stafford. And and the advice that I would give with Deshaun Jackson is make sure you play in week one because you know he's going off for two catches, oh, 170 yards, and two tutties. <laughs> you know that boy going to go off. Boy. He, <laughs> hey, that first touchdown, hey, it's going to look because you know Matt. Uh, Matthew Stafford got that big arm too, uh-huh. so so it might look it might look just like that time Michael Vick hit him on that eighty eight yard uh-huh. bomb on, on Monday Night Football. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I might not be able to predict the future, but Week One, Deshaun Jackson going off, it's almost a certainty <laughs> at this point. <laughs> um, honestly, I think that Robert Woods is the one that's going to benefit the most. I think that he's probably the, that. the most complete route runner on this team. I love Cooper Cup in the slot. The guy that everybody is kind of forgetting about that's laying in the woods now with Josh Reynolds out is Van Jefferson. It looks like he's going to be the wide receiver three over there. They lost Gerald Everett. So you can take your chances with Higby at tight end. Remember, after a certain tier of tight end, you're pretty much playing the streaming game. And I would, yeah, I would throw yeah. Tyler Higby into that as well, too. But no doubt Cam Akers is going to be incredible. You saw the difference when they turned it over to him. Now you've got a quarterback who can move linebackers out of that box and make them cover. And Cam Akers is just going to be able to have more room to work with. This offense scares the hell out of me right Ooh, now. And Sean McVay, Sean, McVay, Sean McVay was in his bag last year, and he is going to be right Right back with it with this quarterback is scary. Talking that talk, the the Cardinals uh, that they have efficient offense, uh, especially in the passing game. Their running game was mostly uh, Kyler Murray doing his thing, uh, but they added some players on the defense that you know a defense that wasn't great. So that so they 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 made sure to uh, shore up some uh, pieces there. They got JJ Watt for the veteran presence. Um, I think they're moving Isaiah Simmons to a full-time linebacker role. They drafted Zaven Collins, and their uh, their defensive backs look pretty pretty damn good. Uh, you got Murray, you got Buda Baker, one of the best. How how, how are how will they improve? Because they were eight and eight. They were a disappointment. In fact, yeah. the injury riddled Niners beat they ass mm-hmm. with C.J. Beathard. Mm-hmm. How are they gonna improve this season? Lord, the the 49er football fan in me wants them to keep Cliff Kingsbury on a lifetime contract. (laughs) (laughs) For me, honestly, I think that he holds his team back so much. These games that they won were on the back of Kyler Murray, straight up. And you know that Kyler Murray is an an elite quarterback option. We don't have to talk about that. I really point to DeAndre Hopkins, who is very, very productive for fantasy. Still, when you check per next-gen stats, how many times he was on the left side running a three-yard out. It's almost malpractice with how Cliff Kingsbury did not use him. A.J. Green just showed up. They still have Christian Kirk. Those guys aren't really appealing to me, especially after what we saw. And and they drafted Rondell Rondell Moore. And you know what's funny? I love Rondell Moore, the player. I wasn't certain that this was the exact right spot for him, but he's still a baller, so you got to bet on the talent. I didn't love the landing spot for him. As far as everything goes with the, the running backs and everything, I know everybody's excited about Chase Edmonds. At this point, it's him and James Conner, but that seems to be like something I want to avoid at this point, especially because we don't yeah. know what the splits are going to be, honestly. I, I, it, it, it seems like it's going to be some type of split, though, nonetheless. You know, mm-hmm. something, something more so like what you've seen between Edmonds and Drake last mm-hmm. season, except maybe Chase Edmonds get a little bit more of the pie. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 
Yeah, and, and the thing is, is last year is that Drake, with limited opportunities, he still ended up, I, I believe he was in the top 12, top 15, I want to say. And yeah, that and yeah, that was with... I, I think he, he was like running back 16, 18, something like that. And that's surprising when you consider how many times I looked on the... When you're watching the games and you look up at Red Zone, you see Chase Edmonds on the field. So, I mean, yeah, Chase Edmonds will have his opportunities. But with him and Connor, we got to see how that split breaks out. Honestly... With the Cardinals, I, I, they're the team that scares me the least in this division, and it's just because of Cliff Kingsbury. Kyler Murray is a beast. I love watching him play. 49er fans hate when I heat praise on him, but he's a baller, and he's fun yeah, to watch. Man, and, he's and, he's fun as hell to watch. Right. <laughs> and and remember, so remember the, the, the Hail Mary that he threw. Right after that, they lost a bunch of games. They would have lost even more games if it wasn't yeah. for that, that catch. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, I mean, honestly, I feel like Kyler Murray, once his, his shoulder got a little bit, you know, banged up, it was harder for him to, to – to cover up the mistakes that Cliff was making with his play calling and things like that. So, I mean, Kyle is going to be fine for fantasy. Same thing with DeAndre Hopkins. You shouldn't be too worried about that. But as far as the team, I'm I'm le- I'm the least worried about them. As long as hey, Seattle hey, has Russell Wilson, I'm hey, always going to hey, be yeah, worried right, more right. about them. I, I was just going to say the reason that the Cardinals are are the least of your worries in this division, and it's it's got to be because Seattle still has Russell Wilson. Because mm-hmm. right now, looking at it on paper, they might have the worst defense in that division. Mm-hmm. Um, when you just look at the depth charts right now, um, they still got Wagner, but you know they really they lost uh, the twin uh, Griffin, yep, Shaquille. Uh, so I mean they didn't get much better. They would have to have players emerge on that defense um, for for them to have a shot on that side of the ball offensively they still going to be able to do their thing. You mm-hmm. know, um, they still got Carson. They mm-hmm. added Gerald Everett. Mm-hmm. So that'll help. Offense going to go, baby. Mm-hmm. Dwayne I'm actually, Eskridge. I'm actually, I'm actually higher on their offense now that now that they've got the, the play caller from the Rams, honestly. I think that that's going to help uh, open up a bunch yeah, of things. They, sure, they, they, need, sure, they need to be more creative, honestly. That, that, that offense that they were running, that run on first, that run on second, then let Russ cook on third, that got – old quick honestly it really did so if you put russ and dk and all these guys with spots with with a, with a good play caller man sky's the limit they're about as safe as it gets with with big upside especially when you talk about dk and tyler lock is somebody that regularly gets slept on in drafts and when you look up he's he's usually putting up big points every week so seattle as long as they have russell wilson are always a concern always going to be yeah. a concern i don't care what's going on in that building they're still always going to be a concern for the 49ers yeah man so at the end of the day yeah every quarterback in the division excluding the 49ers it's like it's solid <laughs> it's solid and you know that guy could take you there so it's like that's what makes me want to see Trey Lance ASAP yes well that's why Trey Lance had to be the pick because you look at Kyler Murray you look at Russell Wilson now you look at Matthew Stafford do you have enough on the days that your defense can't get it done for you do you have a guy who can cause the same problems that Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson can ca- cause that's, and that's, that's what Trey what Lance does that, that's what it's all about man just playing the, playing the keep up man you look in the AFC West they got Herbert you got to keep up with that man uh, my last question for you here. So at the end of the day, Mr. 49ers, uh-huh. how many games 49ers going to win? You know you got the 17 game now. Mm-hmm. I got them at 12 and going? I I got them at 12 and 5. Honestly, that fourth place schedule is going to really help them out. When it comes to division games, you put splits on each of them. You can't expect to sweep the Rams for the third straight year, and you're never going to sweep Seattle and never going to sweep Arizona. Those games seem to go that way. But when you look at everything else and you start to break down game by game, they're playing Green Bay without. 
probably Aaron Rodgers because I don't think he plays this year, Lord. Uh, the, the first two weeks you got, uh, I believe it's Detroit, then Philly. Those should be wins. They, their out-of-conference schedule is really, really easy, honestly. So, I mean, as long as this team doesn't do what they did last year, it, it which is get injured at a historic rate, there's no reason <laughs> that this team shouldn't win 11 to 12 games and be playing in January. Definitely. I, I, I see it as in that division, every team could go 12 and 5. Easily. Every team could go nine and eight, eight and nine, just because of them having to play each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so before you go, for the folks who don't know you, let them know where they can find you at. Let them know what you're doing. Yeah, just uh, you can follow me on Twitter. That's usually where I'm goofing at with memes and everything at Jason Aponte two one zero three. You can find me on YouTube, which is where most of my content comes on. That's just Jason Aponte, and yeah, that's it. Really, honestly, you know, I, I do a bunch of podcasts. I do I do a podcast called Sprint Right Option. Um, which you can get on uh, any streaming platform that you have. But that's 49er-centric. So, you know, if you're not into just straight 49ers, then, yeah, I guess you would leave that one alone. But, yeah, YouTube is where you can get my content. Twitter is where you can reach out to me. And, Lord, thank you for having me, man. This was a blast, man. I'm happy that we got to chop it up, bro. For sure, man. Good times, good times. We'll do it again, man. Appreciate you. I appreciate y'all folks for tuning in to the Lord Don't Lose podcast brought to you by Hell Me. At night, I got hype on this. Fresh white kicks, but I like.